Just know you're not alone Cause I'm gonna make this place your News Radio 840 WHAS, Bob Sekolder, the Louisville Real Estate Show. Happy holidays to everybody as we celebrate uh, Christmas weekend. Hopefully it's been a good one. You got your gifts and all. I'm Bob Sekolder, and we are here till the top of the hour with our Louisville Real Estate Show. You can reach me anytime at 376-5483 if you want to talk about getting your home on the market in 2022. Also here with us, Chuck Crosby, who's with the Crosby Law Offices. They do a great job, not only for closings, but also for wills or any other legal issues you might have. If Chuck doesn't do it, he knows someone who can get it done, and you can reach him directly at 499-6360. Also here, back by popular demand, Brad Lawler, who's owner of Home Team Inspection Service there, the number one home team inspection service now six, hopefully soon to be seven years, hopefully, hopefully in a row. And you can reach Brad. They come in as a team and they do an incredibly good job. And Chuck and I can attest to that because they've done work for us. You can reach them at 844-411-TEAM. We welcome both of you guys. Greg has the, uh, the weekend off and we move forward. We've got your emails. We're doing our COVID show. And what that basically means is, Instead of us being in the studio, we're using Zoom to do this. So as a result, you can see it, a brief broadcast of it immediately at LouisvilleAnswers.com. That's LouisvilleAnswers.com. We'll show you to our YouTube uh, channel, and you'll be able to see the show in its entirety there. And you can see Chuck's big beard and the the fact that he used it for a great event uh, this past weekend, uh, Saturday, for some kids. So that was great. He looks like Santa. Uh, we'll get to your questions in a second. First, uh, this news in rising home prices and shrinking inventories are pressing on affordability. The National Association of Realtors reporting uh, home buyers are struggling to find a home to buy. We know that and one that they can afford. The share of homes available for, and affordable for a housing uh, and a household earning $100,000 has fallen considerably over the past two years. The NAR, the National Association of Realtors, reporting in October, home prices fell um, very little. In fact, for the most part around the country, 13% increase why housing inventories fell 12% compared a year ago. And other news, this one, don't we wish we owned homes in Hawaii. The luxury real estate market is soaring to all-time highs fueled by several factors, including pent-up demand from the coronavirus pandemic, record low interest rates, and rising equity markets. In the first three quarters of this year, homes valued at $3 million or more saw a volume rise of 235% compared with the same period in 2020. So that just goes to show you uh, there are 16 luxury homes sold every week for the past 39 weeks in Hawaii, all to be there. That wow. would be amazing. All right, let us go to your emails that came in. I've got a list of them, and we thank you for sending it in. Let's start with uh, Chuck Roxanne writing in. Uh, she's going through a divorce, but it won't be final for a couple of months. She just recently found a home that she'd like to buy. She doesn't think it's going to last too long in today's hot market, and she'd like to put an offer in. But she's right now concerned how to protect her interest and her ex um, not to have any part of it. 
So, Chuck, what are your thoughts legally? What can she do? Well, she can talk to her divorce attorney. Uh, I can't give specific advice to a person in the midst of a divorce. However, it is um, a fairly common thing to see divorcing couples buy houses. Obviously, you have to have somewhere to live, right? Right, right. I can't ever speak to a specific issue related to divorce because there's so many variables. So Uh, boil it down to us for us in simple language so we all can understand. There is no simple language for this. Uh, it's, It's not it's a rabbit you pull out of the hat. Um, your spouse is going to have to sign off on the mortgage if you're buying a house by yourself, period. Is, is there okay. a way for the closing attorney to put a quick claim deed together so that it goes back into the, the, the person who actually wants the house's name and that eliminates the other spouse? That, that's, that's uh, no, uh, yes and no. If you're talking about can the one spouse quit claim to the other spouse yes. for the no. Absolutely not. It's like, that's like a snake swallowing its tail. There's yeah. no way that, to make that simple. Okay. Brad, Danny, buying a home, he's having it inspected. The agreement he had to sign from the home inspector says they do not inspect the roof, the furnace, irrigation. So he's asking, what good is a home inspection? Well, that's a great question. Um, I hope I'm not going down the same rabbit trail that Chuck just went down, but this is exactly why every buyer out there needs to understand what is included in the home inspection. Okay. In Kentucky and Indiana, we have to follow a very set, uh, we have to follow one of two standards of practice. My company follows the American Society of Home Inspector standards. Uh, The other one is InterNACHI. Truth be told, they're nearly identical. But within the standards of practice, we can exclude items such as irrigation, um, roof. We, I don't know exactly how they would exclude the roof. I'm wondering if he's not looking at that saying that the inspector won't get on the roof. There is no requirement that a home inspector actually walks on the roof. Uh-huh. So that may be, that, that may be a, a different play on words there. We can inspect uh, a roof from the ground with binoculars, from the eaves on a ladder uh, with the drone. We just have to say how we inspected it. So I don't know exactly how they would be getting away with not doing um, the roof um, and the the heating system. Again, that's all part of the scope of the home inspection. I don't know exactly how it would be excluded unless they're, they have told them we're not going to do an invasive inspection because we don't disassemble any of the uh, of the components. We don't go all the way into the heat exchanger to see, you know, whether or not those heat exchangers are cracked. So I think it may just be a matter of communication on the point that the uh, buyer may not have understood exactly what this, the inspector was telling him Got as it. far as what the scope was. We should point out that home inspectors basically look at all the a variety of things at the house. And if they see something that raises a red flag, they will bring up the point that a a specialist should be brought in. Am I right about that? That's exactly right. Yeah, because the home inspection itself is completely a visual inspection. We don't disassemble anything. We don't tear anything down. We can't see inside walls. So sometimes specialists do have to be brought in if there are things that look like uh, there may be a defect there that needs further evaluation. Got it. Moving forward, Chuck. Richard has sent us an email. He says he signed an agreement to lease a home with an option to purchase at the end of two years. He gave the seller 10000 up front, but now, for whatever reason, he wants to back out of the deal because of problems he's, I guess, because of problems he's finding with the house. So can he do that since he's signed this, I guess, agreement, a legal agreement, and he gave this 
the seller 10,000 bucks. Can he back out? Say that one more time. So he signs an agreement with an option to purchase at the end of two years. Okay, so he's got a lease option going. Lease on. option going, right. Yeah. Can he back yeah. out? Yeah, uh, but I guarantee that that document says the money's non-refundable. Got it. Once you give it up, and and that may yeah. be where the point of his question is, he wants the and money he, back. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, the document uh, without seeing it. Obviously, yeah, yeah, I, right, I don't yeah. know for certain, but uh, every lease option I've ever seen, the option agreement will say the option fee is non-refundable. We found, and it hasn't been recently, because most homes that are on the market will sell. Uh, mm -hmm. The ones that are lease optioned are usually ones that it may be they've got a problem, a power yeah. line near them, highway, whatever it might be that's surrounding it. That's why it's being lease optioned. But we've also found yeah. that a lot of buyers were offering to do lease options because their credit may have been a little bit on the That's left. where I see it. Yeah. Uh, usually yeah. it's like they'll show up uh, when you see the owner financing. Yeah. That's typically what the owner means when saying owner financing is a lease option. Yeah, but it's it's a risk for the seller who owns mm -hmm. the property. Absolutely. And for the buyer, like in, in this case, Richard, if something happens, well, he's he's got a problem. He can't really yeah. get his money back. So, all right. Yep. We're going to take a break. And when we come back, the secrets to buying and selling homes when you have a pet, whether it's a dog or a cat, we've got a list for you. I think this might be rather helpful, whether it's for now or down the road. You want to listen to that with us. Chuck Crosby, the Crosby Law Offices. You can reach Chuck and his crew. They do a great job. 499-6360. Also, Brad Lawler, owner of Home Team Inspection Service. They come in as a team. You can reach them at 844-411-TEAM. You can reach me, Bob Sekoler, because we're continually looking to help you list and sell your home and also to help you find and buy a home, you can reach me at 376-5483. And if you want to see some of our reviews that have been written about us, go to louisvillezillow.com or louisvillegoogle.com. We're back in a moment on News Radio 840 WHAS. I'm Chuck Crosby, a real estate attorney here in Louisville with Crosby Law Offices. I've been practicing real estate law, fixing problems, and helping people for over 22 years. So if you're a buyer looking for advice, information, or professional closing services, call me. If you're a property owner, real estate professional, you have a problem, you just can't fix it, call me. If you're a landlord and you're having problems with your tenants, call me. Again, I'm Chuck Crosby with Crosby Law Offices. You can reach me at 499-6360. 499-6360. This has been a paid advertisement. Hi, I'm Brad Lawler with Home Team Inspection Service, Kentuckiana's largest inspection company and the number one home team inspection service in the nation. Our unique team approach makes us fast. Multiple inspectors means efficiency. Our teams of dedicated professionals, including many veterans, are trusted. We perform thousands of home inspections in Louisville and Southern Indiana each year. We're accurate. The team approach means multiple sets of eyes and overlapping duties. Fast, trusted, accurate. That's your home team advantage. Shopping for a home? The place to start is REMAX Properties East. Experienced, caring, top-producing agents who service all of Louisville and surrounding areas. On your computer or on your smartphone, head to homesinlouisville.com and sign into one of the most advanced home search sites in the country. That's homesinlouisville.com. 
residential, or commercial real estate, let the award-winning agents at REMAX Properties East help. Take the first step in your house hunting journey. Visit homesinlouisville.com or call 425-6000 today. Need a smart, innovative agent? Hi, I'm Barbara Corcoran. You know choosing the right agent is important, so you'll want to review their performance before hiring them. I love agents that invest their own money into smart marketing, which gets you more qualified buyers and more money for your home. Bottom line, you have to trust them. In Louisville, you can trust Bob and Greg Sokola. Like me, Bob and Greg understand cutting-edge marketing. Google Bob and Greg Sokola, and you won't go wrong. News Radio 840 WHAS, Bob Sokola, the Louisville Real Estate Show here with you until the top of the hour. Thank you so much. Barbara Corcoran, we went up a couple weeks ago and spent the day with her. Greg and I did and had a great time. Uh, our best wishes to everyone listening to us for the happy holidays and coming up a, a new year. With us here in the studio, Chuck Crosby, the Crosby Law Offices. You can reach Chuck at 499-6360. They do a great job for closings. Chuck's entertaining and it's not just like a boring thing when you're signing, signing, signing. He makes sure you understand the documents. He also makes sure you're having a good time. And then you come away learning something about food or many of the other things that he is a specialist at. Also, Brad Lawler, owner of Home Team Inspection Service. They're ranked the number one Home Team Inspection Service for six, hopefully soon, seven years in a row. You can reach Brad at 844-411-TEAM. And you can reach me, Bob Sokoler, to help you with your house, 376 376- Five four eight three. Son Greg is off today. All right. Tommy just recently bought a home in Bullock County, Chuck, and has encountered a crazy problem. Crazy, he says. Tommy's 10-year-old son's bedroom is directly across the yard from a home where there appears to be, ready for this, there appears to be smoke, marijuana smoke, that sometimes finds itself going into the son's room. Uh-huh. Other than closing, hey. other than closing Tommy's son's window, what legal steps can Tommy take? Well, um, yeah. now you're going to start getting into scientific proof as to what constitutes uh, marijuana smoke. Um, if 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 the people across, if it's like. Uh, you know, close enough to where the smoke itself will have an effect on the child. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure there's a lot of things you can do. Uh, probably start with calling the police. Uh, certainly there's civil action that can be taken, uh, suing them for, you know, creating a nuisance. Uh, but if it's just the scent, I'm not so sure there's a whole lot you can do other than really? perhaps call the aforesaid police and say, hey, we've got, uh, you know, people, uh, you know, committing misdemeanors over here uh and maybe it's more than that maybe you know they're selling and growing i don't know uh but uh you know uh there's not a whole lot uh of proof of 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 a way to gather proof right okay. I'm with you. so you're saying that it's i smell marijuana okay he's, he's smelling it he sees i guess smoke coming out from the neighbor's window and it's wafting into his window this is under window. What, and what happens to that almost immediately? It dissipates. All right. Uh, how are you going to collect it and say that's what's actually going on? Yeah. Um, I guarantee they're going to come up with a million and one different reasons for smoke. Uh, I was smoking cigarette. It's my my vape 
pen or whatever. Um, now, if it's close enough and in such concentration that there is evidence like THC levels in the kid, I would imagine, yeah. or there's some way to collect smoke in the air. I don't know how you do that. Um, then, you know, you, you would be able to do something if you have evidence that that's what it is. My saying, Hey, I smell. Yeah. You know, right. Proving it is. Now, yeah. This is a fascinating show. We've had some amazing questions. Yeah, that's a, that's a yeah. weird question. Not a, wow. not a whatever. Wow. Thank you folks. Cause you make our lives interesting when we get questions like that. Uh, let me backtrack a little bit. We wanted to talk about the secrets to buying and selling homes when you have a pet. And believe it or not, it is no secret that we love our pets. I've got two German Shepherds I absolutely love. But uh, what may come as a surprise is how large a role they actually play in the home buying process. Pets are more important now than ever before. Approximately 70% of U.S. households have pets. That's the highest percentage over the past 30 years. And we're also spending more than ever on our furry, furry friends. Americans spend an average of 1163 bucks a year on their pets. Nearly half of Americans would move for their pets if they didn't like the neighborhood. 43% of households say they would change their living situation for their pets. 68% say community animal policies influence where they chose to live. Chuck, do I remember you have a cat? Uh, yes. Yeah. And Brad, I don't know. Do you have two, two, two dogs? Two dogs. Do you follow? Are you agreeing with these percentages that we've, we've got here pretty much? Yes. Yeah. Yes, I am. Absolutely. So, so if you're thinking of buying, so here's some of the things that pet owners look for uh, a fenced yard, animal washing station. I never heard that before an animal washing station easy to clean hardwood floors and ample space for the pets to stretch out. And if you're thinking of adding a new furry friend, or if you already have, then you might want to consider just listening to some of these tips and ways to improve your house hunting procedures. Likewise, here are some things that you want to look for and do. If you are selling, uh, keep the pet toys neat and in a box. That's imperative. Keep animal odors to a minimum. So if you're showing your house, you want to make sure that there are no odors that are wafting through the home. And by the way, candles or plug-ins simply clue in a buyer agent that there are owners that the owner is trying to cover up. It's better to make cookies before showing, if possible, leave them on the table with some small bottles of water for the buyers and buyer agent to drink. If it's warm outside, use some chilled ice cubes in a bucket of water. Oh, we're seeing, by the way, the video. This is uh, Brad's. Is that your, one of your doggies? Uh, yeah. That's no? actually my sister's dog that dog. we are Got it. taking care of today. If you want to see this, go to LouisvilleAnswers.com. That'll get you to the redirect video of the show. If possible, put pets in the car and take them for a ride during a showing. If you have cages, put them in a downstairs, out-of-the-way location so your pets can be in the cages during the showings. Also, if animals need to be home, the one option is taking a picture of the room where the animals stay, put them in the room, but take a picture before the animals go in there and then tape it up on the door with a picture of the room showing what the room looks like so you're able to keep the door closed while the pets are in there. At all costs, try to eliminate pets running wild in a house. We've seen cats try to, dogs try to run out. And if there's no other option in, uh, and the pets have to be loose in the house, 
put up a note in the front door saying dog or cat in the house and it's not locked up. That what lets the, the buyers know. So there's some tips for both buyers and for sellers on this. Let's go back to your questions. Amy wrote in and says his, I guess her water heater is about to go at any time. It's making noises, Brad, and there's a small leak. And yeah. Amy has heard a lot of about tankless water heaters. And I'm kind of curious about this myself. Yeah. What are the pros and cons to tankless? Do they last longer? Are they expensive? What are your thoughts? Uh, well, tankless hot water heaters, tankless water heaters are expensive, yes. Um, they come in lots of different options, though. Uh, one of the things that I would just tell you right up front, um, you really, if particularly if you're going with an electric system, you need to make sure that the electric service in your house can handle it. They have a huge draw. Some people will uh, purchase them and then find out that the cost to upgrade their electrical system uh, to support the uh, tankless water heater is uh, is cost prohibitive. Um, the you know the the one good thing about them is they basically will create you know water as as long as you're using it. So if you have multiple people taking showers at the same time, the the heaters can keep up with them if they're sized correctly. Some people like to take shortcuts and they buy smaller units and those aren't going to be able to support, you know, two people showering at the same time. So you do have to make sure you understand what the capacity of a tankless system is. You need to make sure that you have the electrical capacity if you go with the electric option, uh, which is what I see a lot of. Um, the gas systems are pretty straightforward. They, uh, the installation, I think, Pretty much any plumber uh, can still install them. There's not really any special requirements uh, needed. But I do see a lot of people with tankless systems that then put recirculating pumps in the system in order to get the hot water to the areas where it's needed more quickly. So that that recirculating pump can be uh, something that is a little bit more expensive and a little bit more problematic because it has to be installed downstream. Uh, but otherwise, they they look very much. Uh, they have the same uh, pressure relief valves uh, requirements, and um, you know they they usually go in the same area where a uh, a current. Uh, water heater might set the cost for tankless is it Pro uh, yeah double probably double yeah. okay. uh, and then again if as long as that's assuming that you don't have to upgrade uh, any of the electrical service because then you may be triple and beyond got it this one is for both of you um, andy wants to sell his home plans on taking his flat screen tv with him he's concerned that when he takes the mount off the wall it will leave large holes where the lag bolts are, the bolts go into the stud. So I don't know, Chuck, if you know what the rule of thumb or Brad, if you know what the rule of thumb is for leaving holes behind when you move out of a home, but what should all sellers be concerned about legally first? Uh, if you leave a hole, what can happen? Uh, it could happen in a walkthrough or if the buyer, which they should do a walkthrough and they find it great. If not, what happens down the road from a legal standpoint? Well, uh, you put damage in a property, uh, you have to repair it. It's that simple. Uh, getting the money can be the difficulty. Uh, something like, uh, you know, it's just that simple. If you damage the place, you have to pay for it. Now, like I said, it's difficult to go after. So it would seem to be something that you would look for in the walkthrough mm -hmm. uh, prior to. Um, right. What do you run into? I mean, a, how often so, does that happen? What, I, I can't say as I've ever gotten a call on it. 
Oh, really? Okay, good. Well, that's yeah. good to hear. Well, here, this Andy is looking being proactive. And Brad, we've always told our sellers that if you pull the uh, a bolt out and it's bigger than your pinky being able to go in there, typically that should be repaired. How about, yeah. how do you say? Well, I would say that's probably a pretty good rule of thumb. As far as the home inspectors themselves, that would all be cosmetic. That wouldn't even make a report for us. So, you know, the, the bigger question that I would have is what was hanging there that required that large bolt? Was that something that the buyer thought that they were going to get, you mm -hmm. know, when they came, when they came in the house, you know, if I saw something that big, what, what yeah, was again, that's about? a, that's a walkthrough issue. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're, they're just so you know, there are some big problems that are occurring these days with a variety of closings that we're hearing word of where the ring or nest doorbells were presumed to have be left behind, but mm -hmm. they're actually part of that seller's ecosystem. So the seller believes they go. The buyer thinks they're staying. Um, I know somebody who is here at Remax Properties East who bought a home, and you would think she would know uh, the 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 seller asked to take it and the, the buyer, the, the person who works here said, sure, go ahead. But when they took it off the, the door, it left a gaping hole. Ah. So that, so it creates a whole series of these problems that, and I think the word I'm saying to every, all of our fellow agents out there is be mindful of both cameras, alarm systems, door monitors especially in lieu of what we see the holiday season i got a feeling there are going to be a lot with the doorbells the video doorbells yes. being given out this year uh to friends and family as gifts to and which are also serve as great protection so yeah i know yeah it this is a tough one and i don't know whether um this answers andy's question i would tell you if your your pinky and everybody's pinky is a different size but if it fits in the hole you need to consider plugging it up with joint compound. And some of that stuff is not that difficult. Just go to the store, get some quick uh, drawing joint compound. The question is, do you paint it? Mm. That, that's where the real concern is. Should you paint it or try to match the paint? Because then you're going to see splotching and that gets yeah. into a bigger problem. You got to paint the whole wall. So do you just cover it up? Uh, not cover it, but make it look flush like it was new. I think the, the contract says it needs to be returned to its pre-existing state as a wall. So take that as it may. By the way, if you are thinking of selling your home and you'd like some help, we can help you. Go to LouisvilleHouseDoctors.com. That's LouisvilleHouseDoctors.com and fill out our form. It will come to me and I'll give you a call back. Yes, we do make house calls and yes, they are free. That's LouisvilleHouseDoctors.com. Sam wrote in a question. She heard us uh, talking last week about the color temperature of bulbs. You may have caught that, and she wanted some more information about exactly what color temperature means. So when you go to a store, let's say you go to a, oh, a big box store, and you see these new LED lights out there on the shelves, some look like they're bright white, like you might see in an office or even a hospital. Others look more yellow, which you might see normally in a home, the old style home type lights. Well, those light colors are actually represented by the color temperature or Kelvin. So the ones that look like they're a little yellow, more warm, they're at 2,800 Kelvin. And the ones that look more like you're in a hospital or an office, those are 5,000 Kelvin. It's how they rate the color temperature of the bulbs. 
we have found that the best thing that you can do if you are selling your home is to make all the bulbs the same and you put those bulbs in and buy the 2800 Calvin. That's the ones that look more yellow. And here's why. You put those in the house, the buyer walks in and they feel like it's a warm, inviting environment. The other ones, the 5000 which look like an office or hospital, feel sterile. So buyer walks in, they get this cold feeling. They don't know why they've got a cold feeling. They just know it's feeling cold. But put those yellow 2800 Kelvin bulbs in, and they usually print the, uh, the 2800 or what the color temperature is on the box. So the closer to 2800, the better. The closer to 5000 Kelvin, we say not so good because it's going to give you this real hospital, surgical, or office feeling. And that's just not something that helps you sell your home. We are out of time. I hope everybody's having a great holiday weekend. We've got one week left in this year, and we'll join you next week. We thank our good friends, Chuck Crosby, Crosby Law Offices, 499-6360. Brad Lawler, owner of Home Team Inspection Service. And you can reach him at 844-411-TEAM. My thanks to my son, Greg, who has the morning off. And you can reach me to help you get your home ready to go on the market in 2022. Or if you're looking to buy, we've got a lot of buyer agents who are ready to help you get out there and find your next dream home. You can reach me at 376-5483. Guys, thanks for being here. Folks, thanks for joining us. We'll see you next Sunday right here on News Radio 840 WHAS.